Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Ah, Celestia, my the butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, please consider hitting that like button, that subscribe button as well. Super important. I want to get to the 100k one day. <laughs> please. And maybe the notification bell too. And with that being said, let's crack straight on with today's stories. Much love and have a great weekend. Our first story does follow with an update and it's from Healthy Midnight 902 titled Am I the Arsehole for asking my sister to contribute half the expenses of maintaining my mum's house? My mother only has one asset, her house. She doesn't have enough savings to bankroll her retirement. My wife and I pay for it. My wife is a doctor so she makes great money and we can afford taking care of her. We have been sending her about 2k a month for five years now. We also take care of any incidental and emergency expenses. We have also all major house repairs and I have never asked for my sister to contribute as she is not well off as we are. My mum wanted to get her finances in order and she asked me to help. She talked about wanting to get her will written. She said she wanted to give the house to my sister. She has no other asset of note and it would mean then my sister gets almost 90% of her assets. I've always known that my mum would skew the inheritance more towards her, and I didn't mind that. I thought it would help my sister by helping her. My sister needs it more, and we're already doing so well. I am really upset by this. I know it is greedy to be focused on the house, but it makes me feel horrible. I am the one who is always with her when she is sick, and she practically cuts me off the will. My sister isn't struggling herself. She is comfortably middle class. If she was really struggling, I would have understood it. This was about a month ago. The house needs some repairs again and my mum asked me to pay for it. I called my sister and told her that I want her to contribute for half the expenses. I know it's petty, but I don't get why I should pay for a house which I will never get. She talked to mum and she is upset with me for asking my sister for money and she thinks it's very petty and greedy of me to ask for money from someone who doesn't make as much as we do when we could afford it. I do feel like an asshole. I understand why she is doing it if I think about it rationally. I can see why she would want to give the house to my sister but I still feel horrible about it. She also feels that I'm being a horrible sister by forcing her to pay for stuff and just dropping it on her head. And we're going to start off with Emiliana who says, You've been very generous taking care of your mother and helping her keep the house. But maybe it's time for your mother to sell her house and downsize to something she can afford or afford with less financial support from you. Since it sounds unlikely you will get any sort of inheritance, you should also be saving for you and your spouse's retirement to make sure you are both comfortable later in life. Efficient lobster says not the arsehole. I have heard though that whoever treats an elderly person the best is usually treated the worst. I saw some of this when my eldest sister was helping my great aunt. Also, life throws curveballs. Who knows where you might financially be in 10 years? Scorpio Girl 70 says, If you, 
think rationally about it. I can see why she would want to give the house to my sister. End quote. Wait, what? So you're giving your mother 24000 a year for five years. Take care of all emergency and incidental expenses. Pay for repairs. Take care of her when she's sick. Help her get finances in order. Wait, what exactly is your sister doing that she deserves to get the house you've been subsidizing for five years? Why do you think you're the a-hole when you're clearly not the a-hole? You asked yourself a valid question. Why are you paying for a house you're never going to get? It might be harsh, but I'd sit down with old mum and say, the gravy train is leaving the station. You'll help when she's sick, but you're not paying her an allowance. You're not funding her house. You're not paying for repairs. If you're not getting half the estate, we should be more considering how much you put into it. Then you're going to cut off the financial help. If your sister is getting the house, she can start financing it. So much for subtlety too says not the asshole. 120,000 over five years should be enough to cover your portion of the renovations. Personally, I think your mother is an asshole. The asset should be split between her children as neither of you are struggling. Snowscorn says not the asshole. You subsidize your mother with 120K already over the last five years while she stays in a house she can't afford to maintain and cuts you out of the will. And after all that, she's still demanding that you bankroll her on your own dime and gets offended when you suggest your sister should pay a part of the maintenance expenses. What part of this is okay? There's a really, really weird family dynamic going on here, where your mother seems to think she's entitled to your family, providing for her indefinitely when she sits on her own assets and wills them to someone else. And one more from Alalala982 who says, not the asshole. You're not forcing anyone to pay anything. You're just saying, look, I don't want to keep paying for repairs and upkeep of an investment that I'll never see. I can understand why your mum would be a bit upset, but she's also been relying on you for ages. Now let's move on to the update to see what that says. So updates. I was feeling a massive amount of guilt for my actions, but most commenters supported me. I talked to my mother about how much money we have spent on her and how much we were planning to spend on her. She didn't budge at all. I was incredibly frustrated and we ended up having a yelling match. She said she wanted her money to go to her real grandchildren and not to our children, who are adopted. It broke my heart. My children adore their grandma. They think the world of her. I've never noticed any favoritism in her behavior either. She always doted on them. I don't know where this is coming from. She then explained that the house was my father's hard-earned money and she really couldn't give that money to people he didn't approve of. She told me he would have wanted this money to go to my sister and her biological grandchildren, not her children who didn't even look like him. I don't understand how she could pretend to love my children for a decade. I was fooled by it. Everyone was fooled by it. I can't even process it. We have stopped funding her retirement. She will have to sell the house. I talked to my sister. She cried when I told her what my mother had told me. She said she would handle buying our mother a new home. I haven't visited her in a month and I'm not planning to visit for a long time. ETA, thank you for the kind comments. Yes, my wife did say it could be dementia. My sister is planning on getting her a wellness check soon. I'm trying not to think about it. Gee whiz, um, what a turnaround now. I wasn't expecting that at all. 
And I got to say, not making an excuse or anything like that, dementia did pop into my head. And maybe it's just because the amount of these stories we've read and, you know, people always mention dementia and stuff like that. So that certainly could be a part of my thinking there, but absolutely not the arsehole for what you're doing in this situation. I couldn't imagine that feeling, knowing your mother says that I want my money to go to my real grandchildren, not to children that are adopted. Oh God, I can imagine that must really be so painful for someone that you've loved enough to, you know, give them 24 grand a year to help them live their life the best that they can. That must be absolutely shocking. And I'm so sorry you've had to go through that. And I think, you know, you're doing the best thing you can for yourself in this situation, protecting your family, protecting your children and put that money into their college funds or yourself and your family. And it sounds like your wife has spotted, you know, maybe it could be dementia as well. And your sister's planning on getting her a wellness check. So that's a positive in itself as well. But wow, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story also follows with an update from throwawaybro1223 who asks, am I the asshole for telling my mum that I can't and won't help her rebuild a relationship with her son? I-35 female was raised in a family that honestly is pretty messed up. Reputation and wealth always comes first for everyone, and well, perfection is the only answer. I'm not even joking, lol. I have a brother, Oliver, 19 male. Everyone adored him, and he was definitely favored growing up, but he's been through some shit that caused him to act out a lot. My mum had enough of his behavior and kicked him out when he was 16. He's been staying with me for the past three-ish years. While living with me, he managed to get his act together as I put him in therapy to help him and I kind of realized that the whole perfection thing in my family drilled into our brains is kind of what is causing him to deteriorate so much. He goes to a good university, is in a sports team and even has a part-time job. His mental health is still a work in progress and he does have bad days but we are working on it. I'm proud of him in all honesty. Anyway... My parents were aware that Oliver was with me, but only contacted him a couple of times in the past years. I would say I get it because of how stressful it's been, but I don't. That's your son for fuck's sake. Well, a few months ago, my parents decided to divorce, which hey, good for them. Should have happened years ago, but whatever. Ever since my mum has been trying to convince me to let her talk to and hang out with Oliver. This extreme switch up isn't good for him as he relies on stability a lot and I told this to her. She started crying when I did and said, she's his mother. I kind of rolled my eyes and said something like, what a great mum, sarcastically, and she cried even harder. She said she was sorry for kicking him out, but she didn't know how to deal with a problem child anymore. It wasn't her fault, etc. I didn't think she was really getting my point as I'm more annoyed by the whole perfection bullshit she never shut up about. Even I have problems with that, but I let her rant. Then I told her straight up that I wouldn't and couldn't help her with Oliver until he said he was ready. Even then, I didn't know if I'd encourage him and that she needs to live with her decisions. She practically called me an arsehole and said she was his mum, not me, but I just ignored her. It's been a while now and I haven't heard from her and I feel a little guilty. What right do I have to keep a mum away from her precious son is kind of what's been going on in my head. It's what she said as well. Am I the arsehole. Let's start off with a positive here and what an amazing sister you are to look after your brother and his mental health, getting into therapy immediately, taking him in when mum decided to kick out a 16 year old. Well done for protecting Oliver in this situation. 
and you're totally right to protect his mental health and let him make the decision if he's ready and like you said i wouldn't even encourage that anyway the fact towards the end of this story she's doubling down and saying she just just didn't know how to deal with a problem child anymore and it wasn't her fault no responsibility taken for herself and her actions at all absolutely not the arsehole and before we go on to the update we'll cover a couple of comments from what's happened 2020 who says not the arsehole let me repeat not the arsehole you're an amazing sister don't let guilt sway you from the incredibly caring path you are on lose the map who says not the arsehole she kicked him out when he was a minor what in the hell and it's very likely that even if she had good intentions she would take out the current crisis she is going through in her life on her son and or use him as an emotional support pillar when he is still trying to rebuild his mental health also can she not contact him herself why is she putting you in the middle crossover king says not the arsehole it's up to the son to re-establish a relationship if he wants to but he's totally within his rights to give her the fuck you this is coming from someone who no longer has a relationship with his mother Des says, not the asshole. You keep protecting Oliver. She is not sorry if she can't even admit she did wrong and is still calling him a problem child. She's getting a divorce and not looking to rebuild a bond. She's looking to displace her emotions and for something to cling on to. She needs to take time to herself to get counseling and honestly, if you'll let her back in, her first visits with him need to be in family counseling office with a therapist who will tell her what's what and not let her run him over rmm035 who says not the asshole as long as you're not blocking communication she should be able to contact him through email at least and he can decide if he wants to respond he's 19 so not a kid even though he's still young you can let him know that you'll support him if he wants to ignore or block her or start talking to her again but other than that it's not your place to determine if they have contact with one another that should be up to him now let's move on to the update to see what that says Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, update. Okay, so I'm just going to get right to it. After all your reassurances that I was doing the right thing, which I was really doubting, I called my mother and told her that my decision is final and she is not allowed to contact my brother until and unless he, his therapist, is okay with it. She cried her heart out and it almost made me sad, but I can't bring myself to feel bad for her anymore. I'm just so tired of her. She messaged me twice a day still, but I still haven't replied to a single text. I would tell her to fuck off, but I'm dealing with unrelated family issues, so I can't do that right now. As for Oliver, the last week has been a bit of a struggle. Nothing super related to my mother, but that's the thing with mental health. Even the slightest thing can be a trigger. 
but we're working on it. Like I said in my last post, stability is the main thing that's helping him. It's why having our mum visit would be a very bad idea. She'd turn his world upside down very quickly and throw him off our schedule. Due to circumstances, he's still in the early stages of recovery and is still not mentally and emotionally ready to meet our mum, who is a huge trigger. I don't think I mentioned my daughter, but she's currently watching Frozen while I'm writing this and the only thing on my mind is, do you want to build a snowman? So I'm sorry if I'm not wording this properly. But yeah, I know for many the answer may have seemed obvious, but sometimes I feel as if I'm overstepping because although I love my brother, I'm not his mum. Might as well be, but that's a whole other thing. One more final thing I wanted to add. Why am I making decisions for him? He's an adult, right? Yes, technically, but because of his mental health problems, he does not have the same grown mindset as others his age. It's one of those reasons he's in therapy. Anyway, to the people DMing me for an update, nothing much happened, but I assure you, Oliver is my top priority right now. Thank you for worrying about him though. And again, I think the update is as good as it's going to get in this situation. But what are your thoughts on this story? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to another one. And seeing as we're doing updates, let's have another story with an update from C the K who asks, am I the asshole for accepting a job? I recently split from my ex after 10 years together. It was a fairly amicable split. He's been helping support me and my daughter since we split with money here and there, which has helped me a lot. I lost my job due to COVID and was taking an accountancy course. However, I'm a single parent, money is extremely tight and I can't afford the exams to finish before my October deadline. I recently found out X had cheated on me and is living with a girl he cheated with. I'm not friends with her, but she is an acquaintance. We had a big argument and since then, he has stopped helping me with money. In addition to this, my benefits are about to drop by a significant amount due to COVID relief scheme ending. This has left me in a dire situation. I honestly can't afford to live in my home and support me and my daughter. My ex's oldest friend saw me at a bus stop and gave me a lift home last week. He asked how my studies are going and I told him I couldn't afford to finish, which sucked because I had a lot of hopes riding on getting the qualification. He told me he is starting his own business and offered me a job. It's a great opportunity, well paid and great hours. I accepted and he arranged an interview for me. I will have to go through the same process as any other applicant and the friend won't be conducting the interview so there will be no favoritism. I have been so relieved and excited because of this. It's honestly going to save my life. My ex found out about the job and went mad. He's telling me it's inappropriate me working for his friend, even though it won't impact his life at all. He doesn't see his friend on a regular basis and me and his friend have never and would never discuss or gossip about my ex. He won't see me or hear about me. He said the friend is just trying to sleep with me, which is highly doubtful, but even if he does, I would never go there because it's my ex's friend. I've also found out that before he offered it to me, the friend also offered a job to ex's new girlfriend. Friend has since said that I'm a better fit for the position, so if I am interested, she won't be offered the job. I feel so torn because this is destroying ex's relationship with his friend, but this is an amazing job opportunity which could lead to an incredible career. I can't afford to turn it down. Am I the asshole if I accept the job? Hell no, not the asshole. <laughs> this guy, he cheated on you moved in with the person he's cheated with now you're just going on to try and get your qualifications and live the life that you want to live he's not a part of your life anymore who gives a shit what he thinks to be quite honest unless there's anything to do with your child it's nothing to do with him 
and I'm hoping in the update that you do take this job. But Seaboat says not the arsehole. Sounds like he's upset you got the job over his mistress. You take that job and do what's best for you and your daughter. Geek Egg says not the arsehole for living your best life without your ex. People generally dislike when someone they used to have considerable control over become independent. Do your thing, do it well, and don't look back. Astroblum says, not the asshole. He's your ex and shouldn't have a say in your choices. Sounds like a great opportunity and you should go for it. No Jellyfish says, not the asshole. You need the money. You were offered a job. Nothing wrong with it. And it's not business of your ex anyway. Side note, if the daughter is his, shouldn't he be paying child support? Commercial Pen 8099 says, dude cheats on you then has the audacity to say, you working for his friend is inappropriate. Not the asshole. Fuck the ex and get that job. Now, let's go to the update. So, updates. Hi, I had a request for an update, so here it is. I took the job and haven't looked back. I've been there a month and I love it so much. The job, my team. I feel like I'm reclaiming my self-esteem and my life. The job itself is incredibly rewarding. I'm making a difference and doing something truly worthwhile. The company I work for is fantastic. They're fully supporting my education to grow within the company. I've already crammed my CV with certificates and I'm learning to drive. Looking back, I can't believe I even questioned whether I should take it. I feel like this is the beginning of a beautiful future for me and my daughter. My ex reacted as I expected. He blew up and threw a few threats around and he stopped talking to his friend. I've accepted that his reactions are his choice though and not my responsibility and friend agrees so I'm not allowing him to spoil things for me. He can't manipulate me anymore. It feels good to take back control. Thank you to everyone who commented on my original post. It may have seemed obvious to most of you what I should do, but after 10 years of being emotionally abused by this man, I honestly couldn't see it myself. The replies I got really opened my eyes to how much I was allowing him to control me even after we split and empowered me to put my needs and wants before his. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. And it's one of my favorite things about update stories. Not all the time, but most of the time, we always get a positive update in the end that their life has changed for the better. Sometimes it's required a negative to get to that point, but it's still always moving in the right direction the majority of the time. (laughs) I'm not going to say all the time because I know there's a couple of updates we covered and they've been bad. But what would you have done in this situation? I can't see any other way around it, but like OP said, that they felt like they were emotionally abused for like nearly 10 years of their life. So things like that put doubts in your mind, which obviously we don't see. So for myself to see someone like that, to take their own power back and regain control of their life, I think is an absolute wonderful way to end this video. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. A huge thank you for spending your time with me today. It means the absolute world. If you'd like to support the channel further, never any pressure to do so though. You can click that join button down below for YouTube. Click the link tree in the description and go over to Patreon and join up there. Both hugely, hugely help out this channel, but never expected. And please never feel yourself pressure to do that either. You being here, spending your time with me is more than I can ask for, honestly. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wash my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day, wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. 
ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 